Also, this is just a reminder that episode 30, coming out on September 13th, 2020, will be a Q&A episode. So please feel free to DM us on either Instagram or Twitter. Our Twitter is ftrashpod and Instagram is fairy.trashpod. If you have any questions for me, your host, um, make sure to send them in the DM. Please make sure they are SFW, otherwise they will not be answered. Hope you have a great week. Bye! Welcome back to Furry Trash. I'm your host, Get in the Box, and this week we have a very, very special guest, Naya Okami. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Naya Okami. I am a 26-year-old transgender um, wolf therian from the United States. Um, you may know me from a terrible meme I was in, uh, you know, the clip on all levels except physical, I am a wolf. Um, and you may know me from an interview with Anthony Padilla or from various uh, other kin communities I'm a part of, or you just may know me from anything else. Uh, but hi, yes, I'm here. Hi, Naya. First of all, straight in with the uh, the reference to the meme there. That was fantastic, <laughs> by the way. Um, but yeah, what got you like interested and started in the Therian community? Um, so I was actually quite young. Um, I would say I was about 10 or 11 years old. Um, I was chatting with a good friend of mine on Yahoo Messenger. Um, she was actually quite a bit older than me. I think I was 10 and she was maybe 13. Um, but we were friends. We were both fans of the Danny Phantom TV show. So we would regular, regularly chat about that. Um, and, and she got into this anime phase. And, and she's like, you've got to watch Wolf's Reign. Um, so I, I finally cave in and I watch it and, and something about the main character, Kiba, um, I, I just kind of looked and I'm like, that's me. Like, I, I got the feeling of connection, like somehow this is me. It, it didn't make any logical sense. Um, you know, obviously I'm not an animated wolf running on a screen, right? Obviously that can't be, you know, fully me. Um, but I did some digging. Uh, my friend kind of told me about the furry fandom uh, did some exploring there, and one of my furry friends came up with, have you ever heard of Therians or Wares? And I said, no, uh, I haven't. Uh, they directed me to a uh, site that gave a little more information, and I'm like, yeah, that's me, you know, Therian, that that describes me pretty well. Um, and, and that was kind of my, my intro to the community. So for maybe someone who has never heard of the word Therian in their life, could you like give them like a quick description of what Therian means? Um, yes, so a therianthrope is somebody who identifies um, on a non-physical level uh, with one or more non-human animals. Um, generally, the term therian would be limited to animals who either once walked the earth or are currently living. So hence the meme on all levels, all levels except physical. Um, correct. Yeah. Correct. We, we don't believe, you know, we can physically turn into animals. We don't believe we have, you know, wolf genetics. Uh, it, it's nothing crazy like that. It, it's more of a uh, spiritual or psychological or both, depending on the person, uh, means of identification. So Ethereum is the term and then other kin is the, like the umbrella term? Yeah, other kin's an umbrella term. So with other kin, um, that expands it a little. So it doesn't necessarily need to be an animal, right? And other kin can be anything, you know, non-human. You can be a 
elf other kin, although the term elf therian wouldn't necessarily make sense. Um, but again, because other kin is the umbrella term, uh, it would be perfectly valid to say you were wolf kin, although more specifically wolf therian. Now you've just mumbled my brain there, but I, I think I, I get what you're on about, where it's like, you can be one and you can be the other, but you can't be both. Uh, you, you, you can be both. Um, again, uh, so other kin is the more general term. Um, so if you're a wolf, you fit other kin because other kin, again, is anything non-human. Uh, but you also fit Therian, which is more specific, you know, animals living or once living. Uh, but if you were to say identify as an elf, you couldn't fall under the Therian label uh, because obviously elves were not, you know, living, uh, you know, on this earth. They're not based in reality. Okay, I, I think I understand uh, now. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So... Straight off the bat, you said that you mentioned in the, you said you call it a terrible meme. I would call it an, a brilliant meme personally. Um, but what would be some of the assumptions people would have automatically when they think of like theories? Um, A lot of people equate it to mental illness. Um, that's kind of, you know, that's going to be the first generalization somebody's going to think of who's never heard of it or, or isn't really too familiar with it you know, they're going to equate it to a delusional disorder or, or something like that. And, you know, I know I'm human. A, a Therian is not somebody who, you know, truly believes, oh my God, I'm a wolf. Like, you, you know, like I said, it's not a, it's not based in the physical. Um, it's more or less, um, it's more of a spiritual or, or psychological identification. Um, and another common misconception is that we are furries. Um, it's possible to be both. You can be otherkin and furry. You can be Therian and furry. Um, I, I'm a part of the furry fandom as well as being a Therian. Uh, but the difference is very clear. Um, a Therian can choose to be a furry. Um, when you're a furry, you are creating a character. You are expressing yourself as that character. Um, it, it's a lot more of a my persona uh externalizing thing right but a furry cannot choose to be a therian uh, therian is a, a deep integral identity you know uh you don't choose okay well today i'm a wolf it, it's a deep feeling inside of yourself so in the original documentary that you're in there is the the image of therians and furries i believe it's bowling you guys are at um um yes what would like, oh Gosh, I have so um, many opinions on the documentary straight off the bat, first of all. The, the documentary was awful. Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. It mixed the two concepts as if they were the same thing. Um, the the different groups of people who were in it, it, it kind of portrayed it as if we all knew each other and we didn't. Um, it, it was it was a it was a mess. Yeah. And I mean, that documentary is what, like seven or eight years old now or is it a bit older? Uh, yeah. So they filmed me in 2012. Uh, it came out in 2013, so it, it's pretty old. I, and I mean, it was never good. I mean, when it first came out, it was it was bad. Um, I feel kind of like they misrepresented me and and the community I'm a part of, kind of kind of severely. Uh, you touched on that um, briefly on the Anthony Padilla interview, which I mean, if people haven't seen, have you been living under a rock? Um, but like. You kind of said there how you felt that meme, the six or five second clip of your the, the joke, um, 
you can say that like it really misrepresented the theory in like community. Yes, yes. Like how did that like when, um, when you were filming that? Like, let me let, let me give a great example on on the problem with that documentary. Um, they filmed me, and this is just me. I don't know how long the other participants were filmed for. I wasn't there, but I assume, you know, on a, I just assume it was similar across the board, right? Uh, so they filmed, and I, and I apologize, we have an airplane overhead if you hear the background noise. Um, but they filmed me for a period of a week, right? They, they, they eight hours a day for a week. Um, so I assume being that there were three distinct groups of people the documentary followed, I assume they had three weeks worth of filming uh, total. And they condensed it into a production that was less than an hour long. And they used the worst bits of film to, to create that. Um, a lot of stuff was coached, a lot of stuff. Um, they had us doing things we wouldn't normally do. Um, they had coaxed uh, the other group that was in the documentary, the poly triad of, uh, I believe it was Caleb, Minock, and I forgot the other person's name. Uh, but that whole group were kind of coaxed into talking about their relationship, and, and it really didn't even go into therianthropy at that point. Um, you know, it, it, it kind of... It was made to make fun of. It was not made to inform. It was not made to be accurate. It was made to say, oh, look at these weird people to, you know, generate buzz on Twitter and, and make a quick buck for the production company. Um, it, it was it was bad. I mean, I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna waste time on, you know, well, it could have done that. No, it was it was it was uh, the title of this podcast. I mean, it was trash. This podcast <laughs> isn't trash. But I mean, that describes the documentary. It was trash. It was. It. I mean, it should be in some gag reel somewhere because it literally is trash. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have it over in the states, but we have a show um, here. It's kind of like a UK show, but they show it here a lot. Um, it's called "You've Been Framed," and it basically like people send in clips of like their parents or their cousins doing like stupid things, like falling into pools backwards, or like you know, children messing up and falling over, or whatever. I think if they condensed it to like 10 minutes, it could have been on a whole episode of You've Been Framed. Oh yeah, it was, it was bad. I, I mean, it was it was something that a film student who was failing, you know, art school would try and produce to get a quick, you know, a few, a few quick head turns. And, you know, it was sad that a, a professional production company um, created the, the level of awfulness that was, I think I'm an animal. And then, yes, that was the title of it as well. It was uh, it, it was literally titled, I think I'm an animal, yeah. which, you know, I, I explained earlier in this interview why that's such a misleading title, because that's not what we actually think. Like, not going to lie, um, when I when I saw that first, like knowing nothing, nothing about you or the theory and community, with the exception of the Anthony Padilla interview, when like the odd thing I've seen here and there on Instagram, I was like, these people think they are animals. Oh, okay. Um, fine, I guess. You know, do your own thing. Um, but now that I've like had a chat with you about it and stuff, like I understand that it's not like you believe that you are an animal, like trapped in a human's body. It's just that you like connect with them spiritually and stuff. Yeah. So that is that is phrasing I've used before, as you see on all levels except physical. I am a wolf is kind of my infamous quote. 
Um, and what I mean by that is in ways I am wolf. Um, I see and I relate myself to wolf. Wolf is a, a core integral part of my identity, but you know, I don't literally think I'm a wolf, right? So, you know, I'm not going to go to work and if I get mad at somebody at work, I'm not going to growl with that. You know, the, the antics that they show in that documentary, that there's quite a few clips of me, you know, just barking or growling or howling. And I've kind of made, you know, I've kind of made that into a joke. Okay, I've been memed for doing that. I'm gonna roll with that. I'll do that a little bit on TikTok or whatever. Um, but they try and portray as if there's no boundaries, you know, as if, you know, I'm 24 seven wolf. And, and you know, we're, we're people too. You know, we've got jobs. Um, I know several in the Therian community and I'm not gonna name drop here uh, because a lot of people in the community are a lot more private about it than I am. But I know people in the community, you know, with PhDs or, or, or engineering degrees. I mean, it's not people, you know, it's not a group of people who don't have their heads together or who are trying to escape from reality. Uh, but again, that documentary portrays it that way. Um, and, and, and just an example of how they frame things, um, that scene of me at the pet store they decided to do that that was not you know i'm just gonna show them my day and walk into a pet store and see what happens it was you know they drove me to the pet store um they said hey you know look at these callers kind of go through them while we film everything was directed on that documentary everything was pieced together they were telling the story that they had already come up with uh, they were not interested in the day-to-day -day life of Etheria, and they were interested in, you know, deciding for themselves what that would look like and using people to paint that picture. And you mentioned there, there's loads of people that would be like kind of underground, um, not really underground, but like wouldn't be as public as you were with their Etherian site. Is that the correct term? Yeah. Um, would there be like any quote-unquote like popular Etherians, like there will be poppy furs in the furry world? Yes, um, and a lot of them are very controversial, right? I'm not the most well-loved Therian. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a very, in my own community, I'm a very controversial figure. Um, and, and that's for a number of reasons. Uh, again, I was on, I went, I talked to the media. Most Therians don't talk to the media because there's a history of misrepresentation. Uh, what Logo did was not new, right? Before Logo did that awful documentary on me, uh, Coyote Osborne, who was the founder of one of the older Therian websites, Wearlist, um, he was given, you know, the, the uh, mockumentary treatment before. So there's just been a history of misrepresentation in the media. So any Therian that's like, like you said, a popufer or a well-known Therian is going to be a polar uh, figure in the community. You know, obviously, I have opinions on how I express my theory anthropy and how I see uh, the community and, and what my views are and other people have theirs. So while there are, you know, well-known people in the community, it's very factioned. Um, there's no one way to be a Therian. Um, you know, you ask 10 different Therians what their experiences are like, you'll probably get 20 different answers. And you were saying there about expression. Um, furries, like, typically would, like, get a fursuit made of their character or, like, maybe art done. 
for Syrians, what would be the, the translation of that? Um, it depends on the Therian. There are some Therians who it is a completely internal thing. They don't have a need to outwardly express and, and they don't want to. Um, a large number of people, they don't really own, you know, any sort of outward clothing or jewelry. And then you have people like me, you know, I have ears and a tail. I have, you know, my wolf themed clothing. Um, so, so there's just different levels of Am I feeling like I want to express this outwardly or is this just solely inward? Um, again, that, that's something you can ask 20 different Therians that question and, and get a multitude of different answers. So it depends on um, the Therian, depends on the day, depends on basically Exactly, everything. exactly. So it's kind of like in the furry uh, fandom where like some furs will get like a really expensive, full-on, massive uh, digigroot suit. Others will just want a t-shirt or like a tail or some art to just... Like, right. uh, like a spectrum. And, and now most Therians are not, fursuits aren't, aren't a huge thing for Therians, unless, of course, that particular Therian is also a furry. Um, but some of us do, you know, like the idea of realistic suits. Um, there are some, like, wolf quads, and they're meant to look like a wolf in nature. Uh, there are Therians who would definitely, you know, enjoy wearing those to conventions and such. And then again, there are Therians who they don't want to advertise it. They don't want to display to the public who they are. And a big reason why is this misrepresentation. It is the fact that, you know, people associate Therianthropy with you know, negative connotations. Oh, look at those crazies. Oh, yeah, there were a documentary on you guys. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. this huge stigma that really doesn't even need to exist. I think, like, some furries could relate to that as well. Um, if you look at the CSI Miami episode. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I also as like I said, two I'm words. In, I'm in the... <laughs> I'm in the furry fandom as well, so I, I am all too familiar. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, say CSI episodes to, like, any furry, and they will know exactly what you're on about. Um, but just to take that for example, um, there was also, like, the British interview with the, I think there was, a, um, I think the show was called This Morning or Good Morning Britain or one of the two of them anyways. Um, like, how the general public and, like, the general, quote-unquote, normie media could or, like, does twist the furry slash Therian slash basically anything that isn't fitting in a box yes. and just twists it on its head. Yes. Like it's just, it's just crazy, you know? I mean, the media does that with anything. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a fringe uh, subculture. The media, unfortunately, their primary goal is views. Their primary goal is to make money. Uh, the media is their corporations, right? I mean, to have, to be on TV, to have any sort of large presence, you've got to be a corporation. Uh, so they're, they're all concerned with money and ratings, and, and unfortunately, they don't necessarily reflect the truth all the time. Um, you know, it, it's just like here in America, it, it's a joke that if you turn on, and, and the big joke is, you turn on Fox News and you turn on CNN and you get two completely different stories for the same event, you know, because one, one station is advertising and is watched by one subgroup of people and another is, is, is you know, watched by another. Uh, the media is about entertainment more than it is, you know, 
actual information. And yeah, you know, people walking around in animal suits or, you know, Therian saying I'm a wolf and, and barking at the water as in my infamous, uh, infamous clip, people are going to, you know, try and cash in on that and make that a, a laughing bit. They're not really going to try and understand and inform. So I know this is probably the wrong year to ask this because thank you, Corona. Um, but in the, the furry, there's a lot of like conventions and stuff. Is there any like specific theory and slash other kin like conventions? Um, there is a virtual other kin convention that I have become aware of that is trying to get started this year. Unfortunately, uh, due to uh, serious ideological differences, um, I'm not able to recommend or support it. Um, most Therians, uh, there's, there's smaller gatherings called Howls, and it's when a group of maybe five to ten Therians, they get together, maybe they'll go camping together. Um, that seems to be the norm with our community more so than large conventions. And that's the thing, the Therian community, and, and this is part of why I don't think we have any large conventions uh, worth, worth knowing about. We are so divided on some of the simplest things that you get a bunch of Therians in one room, you might, you might as well be hosting a town hall debate and, you know, you'll need a referee in the middle. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, because 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 we're, we're we're a passionate group of people, and, and we have differing one Therian's opinion and another can be so polar opposite. Uh, you know that that it would be hard to get a bunch of Therians in one place and and it goes smoothly. Hello, mother. This is how you do it. Get the box here. I thought I'd hop on very quickly and tell you we actually forgot to record an outro to this week's episode because we were just enjoying our chat so much. Anyways, um, as always, our Instagram, our Twitter, and our Ko-Fi are linked below in the description. And here's how you can find Naya online if you'd like to follow her. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm at Naya Okami. Um, you can find me on Wolf Howl at Naya. Uh, that's going to be WolfHowl.me. Um, and you can find me on Community. I'm also Naya on uh, Community. Oh. Um, and you can, of course, find me on my personal website, Naya.me. That is the simplest way to find me. N-A-I-A period M-E. Type that in your browser. You will see me. <laughs> also, really, really quickly, what is um, Community and Wolf Howl for maybe... Wolfhowl is a distributed social networking platform. It works very similarly to the way Twitter does, um, but it is more privacy centric, um, and it is not a It's not centralized. Uh, community is an uh, anybody can join Wolfhowl. Community is a community for other kin and alter humans. Uh, so it's a forum and a information resource for uh, alter humans, including Therians and other kin. But it, both of them are free to join. And, you know, you don't have to be a member of the community to join. So if you're curious, go ahead. And I will do I will give you guys this again. We don't generally like I said, I don't I don't generally bark at my coworkers, but this is a theory and stream. So I may as well give a, a last goodbye howl. There we go. Perfect. Thank you, Naya. And thank you for tuning into Furry Trash. Thank you.